Welcome back to the Young Buck Bets podcast. This is now number episode 26 of this podcast, and we are rolling through the numbers. I don't know what number it takes to become a full-time podcaster, a full-time content creator. Is it podcast number 50 in a certain amount of time? Is it Instagram posts consistently? Is it YouTube posts consistently? Is it TikTok posts? Is it Twitter posts? If it is, then at this point, I would consider myself a full-time content creator. So we are here. We're going to just give you a short little podcast today. I'm kind of just going to do a state of the union and address. I did a little press conference earlier on my Instagram at Dylan Kelly show on my Twitter, on my TikTok, everything you can go check real life press conference, have my media manager, bring me in, address the media. There was a flow of questions. I didn't take any questions. I had a written statement, a prepared statement, gave out some picks for tonight's NBA all-star game, not all-star game, but the three point contest. But we're going to talk about it a little more. I've been a little mush boy. A little mush boy over the last, I think it's three nights. I think it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was 0-10 on the picks that I gave out. I was betting streaks too. Like I was betting guys that... (laughs) I was betting guys that were on like seven-game goal streaks. Guys had 11 goals in 11 games, nothing. Feathers. Teams that were on crazy win streaks. I was betting against teams like the Pistons and the Rockets, and they're upsetting teams like the Celtics and the Suns. But that's almost not an excuse. Maybe I get like I haven't been getting a lot of flack. I do do this for transparency to just get on here and tell you, you know what? I apologize. I apologize for giving out those picks. But as you guys know, I don't give out any easy picks. I'm not giving out minus 100. Minus 250, minus 200, or minus 100. I'm not get, well, I would give out a minus 100 pick, but you get what I'm saying. I'm not giving out minus money picks. At the very least, it's like plus 140. All the way up to like plus 600, Cooper Cup, Super Bowl MVP. That cashed in the Super Bowl. Thank you. Super Bowl halftime show was, was all right. A couple of old boys up there, Crip walking. I love the music. I think everybody did. I think I posted something saying it was the best one of all time. Wasn't the best one of all time. I instantly thought in my mind once I woke up, once I was a little bit more sober, Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers was probably better. And I'm not even a big Bruno Mars guy. It was just more of a show, more going on, some cooler stuff going on. Halftime show was pretty good. I just seen a lot of reactions that you either hated it or you loved it. I was more in the middle. I thought the music was great. thought it was good. Whatever. It was fun. Bring them back. Don't care. Let those guys tour. I'd go see them probably. But back to the apology because I just, I have to. I'm sorry for giving out 0-10 picks. But like I said, I was on a heater for three weeks before that. I was on an absolute bender giving out picks. In the same week, I on from Sunday through Tuesday, I was like 10-3 and three giving out picks. And like I said, all plus money picks. So you're making bank. And then from Wednesday to Friday, I'm 0-10. Just weird. Not as, not as good as you were when you were 10-2. Not as bad as you were when you were 0-10. I'm somewhere in the middle. And if you're somewhere in the middle, giving out plus money picks, you hit a ton. So I apologize, but I trust the process. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to keep going with more picks, more content, more everything. Because you just have to. You got to grind. At this point, you got to grind. Um, I only got a couple things I really want to talk about today. I'm going to do a couple things, and then I'm going to spitball a few futures bets at the end. Just a little ad in the middle. But there's just a couple things. One of the things that I want to talk about 
is I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast or maybe I have and it was in like one of the first couple episodes and you didn't get to hear it, whatever. Why I don't love betting on favorites. Like why I only like going on underdogs and like giving the plus money picks and maybe guys that are slumping this and that. For one, they hit at a pretty similar clip. I mean, we see it, like I said, this week where I'm betting some favorites with the Suns, the Celtics here and there. I'm betting some, I'm trying to parlay up two great teams against two terrible teams and the terrible teams still win. It doesn't matter if you're giving out minus money picks or plus money picks. They kind of hit the same. So you might as well be going for the plus money picks. You're going to make more of a profit at the end of the day. But on top of that, if you're picking two really good teams all the time or you're picking a really great team who in the NBA or in the NHL, whatever, then you pick them against you. Like what I did, like I said, the Celtics and the Suns, and I parlayed them up against like they're two playing against the Rockets and the Pistons. You think that's an easy cash at like plus 155 parlay. And it's just, they're good teams. They're going to the playoffs already. They're solidified their spot. It's a couple games before the All-Star break. Their big boys take a game off. And, like, they don't care how much money you have on it. You could have said that that's your biggest bet of the year. I just put hundred grand on this game, and they just don't show up. They're playing the worst team in the league. Maybe they had two days off before everyone was partying. Something, right? You just When you're a great team, you can kind of put it in cruise control and turn that switch on, turn that switch off. I like giving out the dogs and team that are constantly fighting for that playoff spot to keep their spot in the standings where they're always fighting to try to be this, that, the other, because they're going to bring a more consistent effort every single night. Like you kind of see it with the Leafs. Sometimes the Leafs will play like just a bad team and they just kind of won't show up. They'll still win, but they just won't show up. And then you see them go against Pittsburgh, who's a really good team and they're surging right now. And the Leafs get the lead about 30 seconds in and never look back. But, like, do you want to constantly be betting on teams like that who are kind of in, like, yeah, are they consistently winning games, but they're not covering spreads, they're not doing this, they're not doing that, because they're not really having to. They just have to win the games and maintain what they're doing, and they can afford to take a night off. Some of these teams that you like to bet on, they can't afford to take a night off. They really can't. And that's why I love hammering them as underdogs. That's my betting strategy. That's basically what I have behind it. But then also I, I put in my research. I do my whatever else before I give out the picks. I don't just that one. I don't <laughs> throw a dart on the board. Like I just, I do my research. I know what I'm talking about. I watch the games. I do everything, but we still went 0 and 10 betting on favorites when the week before plus 600 Super Bowl MVPs were hitting plus 250 color of Gatorade, which I know was a fluke, but like plus 250, like, or plus 240, whatever it was like, those are hitting but two people that are minus 10,000 and minus 650 on the money line, they just won't hit. They just won't hit. Speaking of the Leafs, I did a little video on this, but in case you didn't see it, I just got to do it again. Just to give you, a, you know, the double whammy of content. In the game the other night with the Leafs, Awesome Matthews just face first, mouth first, jibs first, right into the crossbar. Crossbar, I guess, just came out of nowhere. Looking at him weird. The crossbar won. Matthews lost a couple jibs. His first jibs lost in the NHL. And you know a guy like Austin Matthews is more like is more angry than your average NHL player at losing teeth. 
You know it. He's going to have a new tooth by before the end of the season. I will almost guarantee it'll be the first player that just be like, no, I need a new tooth now, Doc. Now. <laughs> it's a lot of camera time for him. He scores a lot of goals. It's a lot of camera time of him smiling with a couple of his front teeth missing. But the good thing about Matthews is he's got a boy named Justin Bieber. You probably know him. He's a little guy. He writes some massive songs, big hits, and they're boys. I think Justin Bieber should write a little couple lines in his song, do a full song commemorating his boy, Austin Matthews, for losing a couple jibs in the NHL. So I've decided to ghostwrite a few lines for Justin Bieber. I got the mic. We got the camera. Remember, I'm going to be delivering this, but when when it comes out, it's not going to be me. It's going to be Bieber. It's not going to be me. It'll be Bieber delivering it. Won't be me. But here's the first one. Just in case, you know, what if they ever get into a beef and Bieber's got to throw a diss out there to him? Just maybe he's, he's throwing in a couple of lines and all of a sudden he's just like, yeah, crack fiend sneeze like achoo. You're losing teeth like Matthews. Throw it in the back pocket. Throw it in the back pocket. Diss track 101, Justin Bieber. Line number two. You know he loves him. Maybe just a little, little cold shot at him. I'll be flying coast to coast. I put my chin up on the post. It's also Matthews, right? That one's not bad. <laughs> this is the one that I think has some legs. Because it means about four different things. And it's an exact replication of what happened and what he is. He says, yeah, you know my boy an all-star. The only thing that stop him is the crossbar. That one, they, <laughs> that one's got some legs. Imagine it's just like the only thing that stop him is the crossbar and it's just Bieber there rapping. And in the music video, it just shoots to Matthews and he's just smiling and he's got like one tooth missing or something. That, that would be gold. That would be... I need to direct Justin Bieber's next music video. 100%. That would be absolute gold. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to get into an ad, quick ad break, and then I'm going to come back, do a little top five list for... I don't know what it's going to be. Top five favorite Leafs of all time. Top five teams in the NHL right now. Top five free agents in the NFL. I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be a top five list. And I'm going to throw out a couple futures bets that I threw out last year that ended up coming to fruition. That I'm going to hit this year and that I'm going to share with you right after the break. Today's podcast is the classic double sponsor podcast. Raking in the dough over here at the Young Buck Bets Podcast. What sponsored the pod? The classic peanut butter with the spoon inside. Why is the spoon inside? Because this peanut butter, it's known for going on bagels. It's known for going on toast, maybe a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But oh no, no, contraire. With this spoon, this becomes its own snack. Look at that. It's not, that's not even enough. We need to make it bigger. Let's go. Peanut butter, baby. Fucking good. That was a weird one. But hey, two-time sponsor of the pod, peanut butter. Two-time sponsor of the pod, spoons. You can only imagine 
the checks, spoons, and peanut butter are writing to your boy here at the Young Buck Bets podcast. Go follow my Twitter and Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at Dylan Kelly Show, the Young Buck Bets podcast. Whatever you want to search up, they'll both come up. Find me. There's more content there, more than just gambling stuff. And that's kind of what I'm going to get into right now. I'm going to give you more, some more futures picks as I have a mouthful of marbles. I'm going to give you some futures picks that I, I'm not going to have much explanation for if I'm being 100% honest. They're just picks that I like. And then I'm going to get into a top five list to end this thing off. So my futures bets that I like to hit on, we're going to the MLB. I hit on this last year. Vlad Guerrero Jr., most home runs. I think he was tied. We got the win anyways, because he was tied for first. Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s most RBIs. I don't even think they have these posted yet because the MLB is not playing right now. They're in a stoppage. But when they are, he's probably going to be the favorite or one of the favorites. But still, I'm going to hit both of those. Switching over to some golf. The Masters is coming up April 10th. Couple guys over plus a thousand odds that I actually wanted to hit. Justin Thomas plus fourteen hundred. He always sniffs around at big tournaments. He always has a good day. He hasn't. I don't know if he's won the Masters yet. This is just pure non-research. I'm probably going to look like an idiot to somebody who's a huge golf fan out there, who's a huge Justin Thomas fan out there. But I like him. I like him in big tournaments. Another guy I like in big tournaments, and look up this one. I know this is true. In every single big tournament out there, this guy sniffs around the top 10, top 20, top 5. Xander Shoffley at plus 1,800 to win the Masters outright. Like I said, this guy sniffed around a ton of big tournaments. It's his time to win. Those are the four futures bets. Flagrero Jr.'s most home runs in the league or the AL, whatever you want to do. Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s most RBI. If you want to do him to win the Triple Crown, it's probably going to be good odds. Masters, Justin Thomas, plus 1,400. Xander Shoffley, plus 1,800. Win outright. Those are some future bets for you. There you go. There's some more gambling picks from your little mush boy. But now it's on to a quick little top five list, and then we'll get out of here. Like I said, I was teasing it. What's it going to be? NFL free agents? Top five favorite Leafs of all time. Top five anything. It's the top five fast food orders. And the thing is, the caveat is it has to be a drive-thru. It has to have a drive-thru. I'm going to roll through my top five. Send me yours. Let me know what your top five fast food orders are when you're going out to put on, to strap on a feed bag. You're going out for a full feed bag. You have to stop at five places. Where are your five places? What are your five orders? Here are mine. Number five, the matzah burger combo from A&W. This is my girlfriend's favorite. I've had to order it a bunch of times for her. You know what it is, fellas, when you got the girlfriend on the way home. Can you pick me up a matzah burger? So matzah burger comes in at number five. I don't have much personal experience about it, but hey, it's been on the menu forever. People must love it. Number four, two crispy ranch wraps plus a blizzard from Dairy Queen. And I just say a blizzard because a blizzard of your choice. They got 100 flavors. Pick one. They're all good. Two crispy ranch traps and a blizzard from DQ comes in at number four. Number three, 
This one is almost a risky combo. You got to make sure that you're eating it and within a bathroom within two hours. The cheesy gordilla crunch combo fry supreme from Taco Bell. There, this this could be number one without all of the repercussions. All of the repercussions in there. Of like I said, you you can't really eat it at a mall food court. If you do, and you know you're gonna go to Taco Bell at a mall food court, you got to make sure it's your last stop and you're headed home right after. Number two, getting to the good stuff here. The McDonald's McChicken combo. I don't think anything... This is up there with the top. This is up there with the top. Honestly, this is where my honorable mention comes in here because I don't think it has a drive through Mary Brown's Big Mary. But honestly, anything off of the Mary Brown's menu, that might be an only Canadian thing. So if you're from America, you don't know what Mary Brown's is. It is a better... KFC. Yeah, I said it. It's a better KFC. So that's my honorable mention. But number two, the McDonald's McChicken combo, which leads me to my number one order, the King Daddy Topper, the one that I will go to if it was my last meal. And I can only pick drive through Two Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers plus fries and one of the massive drinks from Wendy's. We got a body built on JBC's, baby. Shout out, Howlerhead. Body built on JBC's. Almost no repercussions with this one. They slide down the gullet like little sliders. The JBC's are the best thing from any drive-thru in Canada, America, whatever. I put my money on it. So there's your top five list to round it off really quickly. Number five, Matzo Burger A&W. The girlfriend's favorite. Number four, two crispy chicken wraps plus a blizzard from Dairy Queen. Number three, cheesy gordita crunch combo with Fry Supreme from Taco Bell comes with a warning label. Number two, McDonald's McChicken combo. Number one, Wendy's Junior Bacon Cheeseburger plus the fries and one of them massive drinks. Honorable mention, Mary Brown's. Go follow all of my social medias at Dylan Kelly Show. You know what the deal is. I will be back next week. And for now, stay classy, San Diego. I think I butchered that.